Hi, this is Anishka Fernandopoli. I hope this talk supports you in your practice. If you'd like to support my teaching, you can use the donate button under my picture on dharmaseed.org or go to my website, anushkaf.org, A-N-U-S-H-K-A-F.org, and click on donate. Thanks. I appreciate your support. Uh, so that what we consider to be our life is made up of uh, six different experiences that come to us through our senses. So we have experiences of seeing, of smelling, of tasting, of touching, of hearing. And the sixth sense door, if you will, is considered the mind. So just as we have experiences of the body, of sound, we have experiences with the mind of thought, imagining, remembering. And all of that is considered uh, kind of equally uh, some momentary arising. All of these these experiences arise and pass away at these different uh, sense doors. When you put them together very rapidly, then it looks like there's this steadiness of something called me or my life much the same way in which uh, you put together a bunch of still photos and then it looks like it's a movie, moving frames. But sometimes you can break it down and see it's actually these photos with you know, slight movement in between that gives the illusion uh, of continuity. So in our, our practice of mindfulness, we can be aware of any of these experiences. So we can meet with mindfulness, with uh, awareness, just knowing what's happening uh, in this moment and having some clarity about uh, which sense experience is here now. And trying to see that in some ways with as much um, openness, curiosity, and presence as we can. So many times we might be um, conscious, i.e. not unconscious, um, but not aware of what we're doing. And very mundane examples of that are Uh, If you leave your house and then you think like, oh, did I lock the door or did I turn off the toaster or something like that, right? So in that moment of turning off the toaster or locking the door or not, you weren't unconscious as in slumped on the ground, like not uh, seeing anything, right? Um, But you were not aware. So you were conscious, but you were not aware. That that quality of awareness there is the added ingredient. And practicing this kind of mindfulness, awareness, presence, if you will, is in some ways, very simple. Um, So if I just ask you, can you feel yourself uh, touching the ground? Can you feel yourself touching the chair? In that moment, you can just feel whatever it is, the pressure, the temperature, uh, in that moment. And maybe the next moment you start thinking about something and you're not connected to that anymore. But as I say that, it's completely possible for you to, for one moment, feel that, right? So it's as simple as that, but the challenge can be to develop some continuity with it. Because in the continuity is where it can reveal uh, further insights about how we usually perceive our life, ourself, and uh, ways in which we erroneously um, think about the world, you could say. But for now, in the beginning, we'll just keep it very simple. And uh, we're practicing this sense of presence. We're also practicing uh, collecting our attention. So collecting our attention that usually is very scattered. So oftentimes the attention could be like, I wonder what's outside, I wonder what's for breakfast, I'm feeling hot, uh, when will the bell ring, you know, like I'm uh, feeling cold now, uh, I should have gotten another cushion, you know, different things are coming up like this. So <clears throat> we're practicing bringing together the attention in some way, like collecting the usually disparate uh, way in which we relate to life. 
And to do that, we can use some very simple tool like uh, having somewhere to sort of come back to you know, as part of the training. So one aspect that people often use is the sense of um, awareness of the breath, which we used last night a bit. And so what this means is just bringing the awareness to what it feels like to breathe. And it's kind of like what Pascal was saying. We're basically just doing nothing and trying to become aware. Right? So you're just sitting here doing nothing, but when you're doing nothing, you're still breathing. And then wherever it's easiest for you to connect with that, which could be feeling your chest expanding, contracting. It could be feeling it in the belly. Sometimes there's a rising, falling. For some people, they like to feel in the uh, nostrils, feeling the air come in and out. Uh, for some, they like to feel just the whole body kind of expanding, contracting. Right? And we'll just allow that experience of breathing to be very natural and normal. So you don't need to breathe in any exaggerated way, any special kind of um, meditation breath or anything like that. Right? Uh, and just notice, you know, be with that, what it feels like, the sense of temperature, expansion, contraction. So it's a very sensual thing in some way. This, it's a connection to the body in a sensual way. It's kind of like just knowing, like, oh, is this thing here cold or hot? Like, I'll know by touching it if it's cold or hot, right? not by thinking about it. So we're learning this different way of knowing through direct experience that we don't always access. Now, as we do this, uh, very likely the attention will start to go somewhere else. We'll, we'll start to uh, think about something or remember something or worry about something. And all of those are fine experiences to also bring mindfulness to. So as best we can, we'll notice, oh, thinking is happening right now. So just notice the attention has gone to that sense door, right? Thinking, planning, remembering, if you want to break it down further. Right? And for the purpose of today, as we're trying to just develop some focus, um, kind of settle in, um, we'll recognize that we're thinking, but then primarily we'll bring the attention back and connect again with the body breathing. And it's not necessarily because the body is better than thinking, but it's a good place to keep it simple, develop this focus, just keep coming back. So that can help build a base of tranquility. And as the day goes on, as the days goes on, we'll open up and specifically talk about working with um, thoughts and emotions more. Okay, so for posture, you want to sit in a way that feels like you can stay uh, relatively stable for uh, the period of the meditation. So that means one in which you're not immediately in pain. And um, there's a variety of different ways you can sit cross-legged, as Pascal is doing here. And your legs can be like this, or some people, flexibility, they put the feet up like that. You can sit uh, on a cushion kneeling Um, or you can sit on a bench kneeling also. Uh, You can sit on a chair. If you're sitting on a chair, it's good to consider there being kind of three points of stability, like your feet uh, and then your butt, so kind of like your tripod settled. And similarly, in any of the postures, the stability of the body can help facilitate the stability of the mind too. By and large, we want to stay steady as we can, um, but if your body starts to hurt in some way, then... Uh, first thing you can do is bring your awareness to that to notice what it's like before you habitually move. If you're able to uh, bring mindfulness to that experience and observe what it's like, the temperature, the vibration, the t- pulling, whatever it is, uh, knowing what that's like as distinct from the way the mind is talking about it, then that's great. You can practice with that too. If it gets too overwhelming, then it's okay to move. 
but if you do that, try to do that a little slower than usual and with mindfulness also. Right? So then slowly moving to new position, feel what it feels like in the relief there, uh, and then begin again. Yeah. But for each period, you kind of commit to your sitting on the ground or sitting on the chair. Um, but in a different period, if you're on the ground and you want to try sitting on a chair, that's also okay too. So let's begin. This this moment of of beginning and of uh, connecting with your your posture, your body, is actually a very beautiful and profound moment of reconnection, it can be, of coming home to this experience of the body, this changing experience here. A little like greeting yourself with the, oh, how are you? How is this today? How is the body? It's helpful as we bring this awareness to have some sense of kindness and interest. So rather than a cold distance, some sense of caring about this beautiful, unique, queer body we have here. In the moment, just feeling whatever's there, the pressure, feeling of the feet on the ground or touching cushion. And sometimes some people like to um, help, to help with the sense of a little kindness or friendliness towards the body. Uh, if you want to try this, you can put like little smile on the face, like you're smiling at yourself. Like, oh good, we get to spend this time together to see how it is. Some slight positive inclination towards this animal body. It can be good to uh, check in to see if there's any unnecessary tension or holding that is there that could be counter to this attitude of relaxed, kind openness. So it could be you can take a slightly deeper breath in and as you exhale, try to relax any tension that might be in the jaws or on the eyes. And then maybe do it again and then you can allow your shoulders to drop in a relaxed way. And one more time, and then just relax all of the innards of the body, any unnecessary holding or tension there. Then just noticing the body is breathing on its own and staying connected to what that's like. If it helps, for some people, they like to use a slight mental noting. As the body is breathing in, they note very quietly in the mind, in or breathing in. And as the body is breathing out, noting very quietly in the mind, out or breathing out. Not as a command, but just as to frame what it is that you're aware of.
can just let sounds be in the background. And likewise, thoughts can just come and go. If you find yourself having been pulled into some train of thought, then as soon as you notice that, just label it uh, thinking, planning. Notice the attention has gone there. Try to relax again and come back to the breath. And as you do that, you can notice if there is any unnecessary tension again that's been collected from that departure. So again, just to relax the face, the shoulders. You can come back with a sense of kindness. It's not like something happened that was wrong. Just learning the way the mind works, the attention works. It's all okay. can be very patient and kind with ourselves in this practice is very helpful. So we might lose track of what's going on or lose connection hundreds of times in one period. That's totally fine. Just as gentle, patient persistence of coming back is what we're practicing now. And then connecting with as much care and detail without bearing down, but through an intimacy with this body, with this breath, a closeness to experience of the body breathing.
So my, mindfulness has the ability to meet any experience. whether intense or quiet, loud or soft.
noticing where the awareness is right now. Connecting with the body, with the breath, practicing this kind of intimacy with experience, closeness.
And then the last part of our sitting together, just notice if there's a way in which you're halfway present, only partially present. And if so, is there a way to sink in a little bit more deeply into awareness and connection with the experience of this body breathing? Not through straining or contracting, but just through sinking in, letting go, and dropping down with awareness.
So now there's a, a walking period and uh, actually we could think that um, being here on retreat, there's three um, kinds of practices that we do. So one of the practices that we do is the sitting practice. Another uh, practice that we do is the walking practice. And the third practice, and we'll talk more about this during the week, is the um, everything else practice. So there's the sitting, there's the walking, and then there's the eating or showering or teeth brushing or door opening or shoe pudding. And so uh, in order to um, develop this continuity uh, that Anushka was talking about, uh, this presence of mind that is uh, keeps uh, lingering, I don't know if that's the right word, but stays. And uh, these three practices are equally important. Just so as I say this, notice in your mind if you think that sitting is above, you know, is the, because it's not true from the point of view of this uh, tradition here. They're all as important. The importance of the walking is mainly, s- uh, is for many reasons, but one of the reasons is that uh, if we associate quality of presence, care, caring attention, careful attention, with immobility, then we're trapped, you know. And so uh, we want to actually move and practice moving and being aware of body, body moving, body alive, uh, and everything else, mind, heart, uh, in movement, the senses alive. And so there's this form uh, of walking that is very simple because in this tradition, as many of you know, uh, uh, the walking uh, practice is quite formal and it's walking back and forth on a very short distance, maybe 10, 15, 20 feet. Uh, So you walk and you're aware of walking, aware of moving. You stop, take a breath, Notice what it is like to be standing. Turn around. We're going nowhere. Or back to square one. <laughs> and so we walk back in presence. And we'll notice, like in the sitting, how the mind uh, habitually or obsessively or um, in any way drifts or is captured, uh, entranced infatuated. And so how many times maybe we'll we'll leave the body, leave this life that is happening now in order to get fascinated by some story of moi later, after the retreat, or moi that could have been, you know, or any story. And so this is what we, and then we'll notice, oh, gone, captured, uh, kidnapped again by ideas, 
thoughts, productions of the mind. And then here again, here again, and is it possible to take care of this? Body stepping, walking, warm, cold, sensitive to light, to sounds. So, something about being here. I think maybe uh, yesterday Brian mentioned a bunch of places where walking can happen. Did he do that? So there, down there, over there, there. (laughs) You can walk inside or outside if you're into it. Bundle up and go walk uh, outside and see the... uh, feel that experience, especially if you're falling asleep, that's going to wake you up. Um. You might want to, in the walking, try this. You don't have to, just suggestions here. Walk just a little slower than your habitual pace, or walk Start walking your habitual pace and then slow down just a tiny bit. This is one of the techniques to develop mindfulness. You you might connect with it. It might resonate for you. It might work for you or not. But one instruction that we have been given and we practice and we're we're sharing here is that uh, the idea here to slow down a little bit in anything that we do. You know, if you open a door, instead of ab- opening the door habitually and closing it habitually, slow down just a little bit. And so you'll actually, may- maybe you'll be able to notice something. And so in the walking, it can be the same thing. If you slow down just a little bit, you might actually feel the experience of the foot stepping or landing. Something that we so don't notice habitually, because we're caught mainly. You don't know. There's so, much, so many things going on. Like, why would I be aware of my feet landing? Come here, feel that, because that's real. It's also happening. It might help us balance the whole system that is caught in horrible future and anticipations and all this, you know. Come here. There is a body alive. It's actually stepping right now. So that's kind of the instructions. Um, maybe what we could do is uh, uh, stand up, and we'll do a little, but careful, because you might stand up habitually to be up. That would make sense, you know. But here we're weird, so it's <laughs> it's very welcome. But we don't stand up just to be up. This is what I mean. We stand up so that we can actually, it's an opportunity to be alive and awake. So as we stand up, we just feel what it feels like to this body unfolding itself, you know, and changing posture. So I invite you, if you feel like it, to do it. Notice the unfolding, the standing up, and see what this experience feels like. It's so different, no? To be in this body now. It 
very different than the other one a few seconds ago. Different sensations. So we're coming back here in this practice to something very primary, like the posture, awareness of the posture. And so we just discover this, what it's like to be standing. Is it, what is the experience of tingling maybe, or verticality, or micro-movements of the body? Balancing. And if you want, you could uh, just uh, sway on one leg and be there for that. And on the other. See, that might actually be enjoyable. It doesn't have to be, but it might be to actually be there. Eyes closed or open as you, as feels good to you. And then come back to relative stillness and feel that experience, different experience. One thing that is particularly uh, touching for me or that I find efficient in some way, if that's the right word, is uh, I might be caught in my head about like the retreat and am I going to have insight? It's insight retreat. What is an insight? And, you know, and am I worthy of it? And how do I compare to others? Or, you know, I could be caught in so many ways. And then I start maybe just swaying and all this drops, it falls. And suddenly there's just this experience of the b- body swaying, and it becomes, it might, it might not uh, be your experience just now, but for me often, s- for a few seconds at least, it becomes full, full of reality. And I don't feel like I'm so occupied, under occupation, by my own thoughts and all of those that have been planted in me by society. You know, I'm not uh, either assaulted or, yeah, occupied. I can just be there, do this. So simple. And then I'll forget very easily. I'll get caught again. Yeah, but later, or the past, or who am I, you know? And then I can practice dropping that very tenderly. Yes, my love, I know. We have a lot to take care of. But now we're just swaying. We're just stepping. Can we do that? Can we be there? So it's a welcoming us back in that reality here. So if you want, you could also uh, uh, mindfully, so it means just uh, with the generous attention, giving attention, embracing the experience of a step forward.
almost feels, I'm just describing the impressions that, that I have, but it almost feels political for me. I'm standing up and I'm taking a step, fully, fully there, alive, I'm here. And so that's a little bit the practice. The idea would be to um, have the presence be embodied. So it's not like you might have the impression your consciousness or intelligence or sensitivity or something, awareness is in the brain kind of or behind the eyes or something and that you're (coughs) feeling the feet down there. But see if you can take that impression of being here and drop it like somebody was saying the other day, I liked it, put your consciousness in an elevator and let it drop in the heart so that your intelligence and your sensitivity and your presence is there and let it drop, if you want, in the belly. And then even let it suffuse the entire body down the legs and toes and in the hands So the whole body becomes alive, intelligent. So that might be a practice for us to reintegrate this body that we've been uh, hard on, you know. So not our image of the body, but the experience of the life in in that. The experience of tingling, of touch, of cold, of warmth. So at some point, there will be a bell that will ring. It will indicate that it's time to move back here. Uh, And then we'll sit again. And that's pretty much it for the whole week. (laughs) But (laughs) don't be fooled, there's going to be a lot happening. It's going to be very alive in these different forms. Um, If at all possible, enjoy it. If... um, for some reason your heart is particularly heavy or broken or some and it's very predominant in your experience take this heart or this brokenness for a walk you know allow it to be there and to gently accompany that if that's what's there okay all right thank you so much Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.